Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning. Oh, good morning, everybody. (laughs) Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. And for the next two hours right here on KKNT, you're stuck with me. So if you want to talk about cars, if you want to talk about a car problem or an estimate or something like that, something that has to do with cars and decisions that you make, then certainly I'm here for you and you're more than welcome to... uh, to just sit, simply call us 602-508-0960. You can tell my mind somewhere else right now, 602-508-0960. And if you're listening to us on our iHeartRadio or maybe in Payson, the number, the long-distance toll-free number outside Phoenix, you're welcome to use 888-960-9696. And that's a free number for you as well. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. All transmission overhauls are not the same, and here's the problem with transmission overhauls. No one really knows, except the shop, what they're going to replace. You see, there's a risk associated with doing transmission overhauls, because maybe I decide to go in and just fix what's broken, and then give you a one-year warranty, and hope that the rest of your old transmission will make it through the year warranty. I suggest that's not what you really want. You want those items that wear to be replaced completely so the transmission will go another 100,000 miles or 125,000 miles. That's the big difference. You don't have to worry about that at Quality Transmission. Quality Transmission is going to give you a good, honest value. They're going to talk to you about your transmission problems. They're going to drive your car for free. They're going to talk to you for free. They're going to give you estimates for free. But they're not going to do in-depth diagnosis. You understand that. But the real issue is is that Bob and Steve tell me every time I see them that less than 10, 15, 20% of the cars that come in actually need a complete transmission. The rest of them have a bad sensor, a bad speed sensor, a bad connection, they're low on fluid, they've got burnt fluid, or they've got a harness problem, some kind of an electrical problem. That makes the difference. So quality transmission is located on McClintock north of University in Tempe, and and you can stop by there anytime you want, and Bob and Steve will be happy to help you out. Now, Renee left me with some other stuff today, and, um, oh, <laughs> yeah, I get a guy, um, and he's a very nice gentleman, and he has a very small wife, and his wife, he buys a brand new Kia, and his wife uses a pad to sit on because she's short of stature and short of LBs, okay? So he puts a two-inch pad across the passenger seat which prevents her from activating the sensor in the seat to activate the airbag. So when she's sitting in the seat, the airbag passenger light is on, means there's no airbag for the passenger. So he calls me up 
or he sends me an email, which you're welcome to do as well, mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem, Salem like the cigarette, dot com. So he sends me an email and he tells me this problem and he says that he can't get anybody to do anything about it. He's thinking about building a new seat base. He's thinking about redesigning this. He's thinking about, uh, you know, putting a switch on the airbag and taking the seat sensor away from the car. He's thinking about a lot of different things. So we have a conversation, and I explore lots of, of ideas with him, and this is what he sends me. First of all, I want to thank you for your fast response to my email. Secondly, thank you for referring me to Ken at Top Notch Upholstery in Mesa. As I hope you recall, and I think he's alluding to my age there, as I hope you will recall, the passenger seat in my 2015 Santa Fe was unfit for my wife due to being so low to the floor. So you offered many different ideas, including redoing the seat. That worked out well. The seat is now fit for human beings, and the airbags now activate when someone is in the seat. This thing has been bothering me for over a year, and the dealership and the car maker were of absolutely no help. But thanks to you, it finally came to a conclusion, and I couldn't be happier. Again, thanks a lot. That's what it's all about. It's kind of just getting as many heads together. And Ken at Top Notch, and this is an upholstery shop in Mesa that I've used before, Ken tells me that the pad that she was sitting on was causing the problem. I was thinking that maybe she wasn't heavy enough to sit in the seat to contact the sensor that might be two inches deep into the seat. So Ken says, no, Mark, you were wrong. The pad that she was sitting on prevented her fanny from activating the, the airbag switch. So we took the seat apart and we built it up two inches, which, and he said we built underneath the pad and we moved it up two inches. So her fanny sitting in the seat now activates the switch that makes the airbag work in case he, he has an accident. So he says, we talked about a lot of different things, he says, but Mark, I'm not going to redesign the seat base because the car is crash tested with the existing seat base. And if I redesign the seat base, then all of a sudden I'm in that in that food chain of the legal business, so to speak. So if something happens bad, then I'm going to be sued. But he says, as far as us putting an additional pad below the sensor and the original pad and just bringing that seat up, he said, worked perfect. So I want to say that if you live in Mesa or anywhere in the East Valley and you need any upholstery work done, and this is a free commercial for Ken at Top Notch Upholstery on Main Street just west of Country Club. And the reason why it is is because he's a hero on this deal. And he's that kind of a guy that uh, knows the difference between right and wrong. I don't even know what this costs. I can just tell him, tell you all that he, he and his customer are extremely happy about how this all turned out. So that's one of those things that... Uh, happens on a regular basis. I also had a lady who had a clutch problem and she had someone replace the clutch cable on her car with 170,000 miles. She then, the clutch began to slip and one person said that the clutch cable might be adjusted too tightly and I agreed that that's a possibility. One person said that they may have caused the damage when they did the clutch cable and I don't agree with that. And then one person said that it's likely that she needs a new clutch. Folks, when you get on the Internet and ask people to help you fix your car, you're getting people that, that you have no way of knowing their skill level. You have no way of knowing if their opinion really 
<laughs> matters <laughs> or if they even know what you're talking about. And you can see people chime in on Facebook and every other place on the Internet um, about an issue that um, that perhaps maybe they, they, they aspire to have knowledge about. But keep in mind that if you spend money on the Internet because of a YouTube, you are spending your money on someone else's guess and you don't even know that other person's name. You don't know what they're, you don't know if you're talking to a dentist about car repair or a lawyer about car repair or, or anything. So I'm not trying to drive your business back to the auto repair industry. I, I just want you to remember that when you try to find out what's wrong with your car on the internet, that everybody that's chiming in is guessing. And, and it would be no difference than if I chimed in because I'd be guessing too. So anyway, Mimi was the lady's name, and, and so I had a talk with her, and, and I said, you know, I'm willing to answer the question for you. What's the matter with my clutch, and was it caused by the installation of the clutch cable? I'll answer that for you for free. So Mimi comes over to the shop, Eddie, our shop foreman, takes her for a ride. It needs a clutch. The cable's not adjusted too tight. There's no problem there. And as a result of that, then we give her an estimate for the repair, and that includes a transmission drain and refill, a clutch, a pressure plate, resurfacing the, uh, the flywheel, the throwout bearing, um, and all the labor and all the taxes and everything. And I think the bid was $1,200. Um, and it was the labor operation was a little bit more than I had anticipated, but I had left the window open. I told her I thought she'd be between $800 and $1,200. And in fact, she was on the top end of that scale. So we don't know what happened to Mimi, but she, we did diagnose her car for free, and we answered her question for free. And there's, it's clearly the clutch. I wanted to give her a trophy because it's highly unlikely and highly unusual that folks are going to drive the first clutch on a manual stick transmission car for 170,000 miles. It's just not something we see on a regular basis. So that says a lot about her driving skills and about her use of the clutch because it lasted that long. But like I told her, it's really not, uh, she really deserves a, a some kind of a trophy for going 170,000 miles with the clutch that she has. All righty, we've, um, <clears throat> we've got a, a, another shop that uh, pulled another rabbit out of their hat, and IMM Auto in Tempe works on Saabs and works on Volvos and works on Alfa Romeos and Fiats. Folks, I hope you don't have one of those cars, but if you do have one of those cars, you need to have a, res a relationship with IMM Auto because they specialize in those cars. I remember not too long ago we had a, a, a Fiat in the shop and we had a particular problem and it was an electrical problem. And we called David and his crew over at IMM and he told us exactly what amplifier was bad and he told us more about the symptoms than we actually knew but we were labor to, able to verify. And he did a, a diagnosis over the phone. I'm not suggesting you call IMM and ask him for that because chances are you don't have the equipment to answer his questions. But I was really impressed with IMM Auto and David and his staff because with, it, with them giving, asking me for different values and us providing those values, they were able to fix the car for us over the phone. So I'm not saying that they do that all the time for everybody else. I'm just saying if you own a car that's, that's called a one percenter, they don't even consist of one percent of all the cars on the road. However, they're built quite differently than any other car on the road. We're talking old and new Fiats, 
the 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 Volvos, the Sobs, and the Alfa Romeos. So if you uh, if you don't have a relationship and you own one of those cars and you struggle getting your car diagnosed and repaired properly, then again, IMM would be a good place to start. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We're going to take a break in about a minute, and then we're going to come back, and hopefully the lines are full, and we can start talking about your car repair problems. I just want to remind the ladies, this is Mother's Day weekend, so I want to re- remind the ladies that when you go into your repair shop, I don't care if it's mine or anybody else's. When they give you a laundry list of things that you need to have done, you ask them to do this. Write down what you see wrong, write down the estimate, and then sign your name for me, please. And you see, we're going to separate the men from the boys when we do that. Because no one is going to lie about the symptoms, lie about what they saw, and then try to sell you something and sign their name. And if they do, they're dumber than I'm giving them credit for. So the idea is is that you ask them, you're telling me that I need front shut struts. You're telling me that I need lower control arm bushings. What symptoms are you going to fix that I have today? How are you going to fix it for $1,100 for front struts or $2,000 worth of lower control arm bushings? What do I have today? What noise? What vibration? What sound? What, what do I have today that you're going to fix? And I want to tell you something. That's a hard question if you're trying to BS your way into a big dollar repair ticket that you have no business doing. That's a hard question to answer, and you better have the symptoms. And, and if you say the symptoms and she doesn't have the symptoms, that's even worse. So remember that. What symptoms are you going to fix with your suggested repair, and would you write everything down and sign your name to it and give me that? That separates the, uh, the good guys from the bad guys. We'll be right back right after this. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Hello, I'm Tom Brown for Benefit Air. Mike, I'm reading about Benefit Air clients on Yelp. Impressive. Thanks, Tom. We're really grateful when people recognize our emphasis on integrity, quality, and competent service. You know we're talking about the most expensive appliance in your home. Right. Let me read a comment here. Scotty in Scottsdale gives his full story, then says, quote, In short, these guys passed on work to save me money and to ensure the service was performed at a time when it would be best. I doubt many other companies would do that, unquote. Mike, it really makes me wonder just what you can do for someone right now that needs heating or AC service. Tom, when you call Benefit Air, we're always upfront about what to expect on both pricing and options. To find out how Benefit Air can help you with your own cooling and heating needs, call 602-840-9229. 
That's 602-840-9229 or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hi there. I'm here for my flu shot and I heard there's an option for people 65 and older. There is, but you actually have to be 65. Very flattering. Thanks. I'm Judith Light. You know who I am, right? I just turned 65 and I know your immune system gets weaker with age and I don't want to miss a day of work or risk spreading the flu to other people. I don't think we've met before, but what I do know is you can't be 65. Okay. What if I said I only have one life to live and I need protection against the flu? Nope. Nope. How about who's the boss of my health? I am. Huh. Flu season is here, and people 65 and older need to ask about the vaccine made specifically for their age. Flu vaccination is especially important for people with chronic conditions like diabetes and heart disease, which can worsen with the flu. I'm so sorry about that. I thought you were like 35. Don't apologize. Visit the National Council on Aging at ncoa.org slash flu to learn more and talk to your doctor about vaccine options for people 65 and older. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select alarm clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 6 to 8 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and I'm your host here as we talk about car repair. The name of the the show is Under the Hood. And we talk about car repair. So if you have a question with respect to your car repair, if you have a question with respect to maintenance that's due on your car, we'll talk about that very next, actually, on the maintenance on your car. And we'll talk about some of the pitfalls of doing it too early or too late or the pride of doing it too early, too late. We'll talk about that. But first, let me tell you about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa. They've been around since 1970. Brian and Thelma, the husband and wife that own and operate Thompson's Auto Repair, are really nice people. They do light truck repair, car repair, maintenance services. They handle Mesa because I don't have another shop in Mesa that I can really hang my hat on. And they're they're one of the few that is really capable of finding and identifying the problem because they care more about you showing them the symptoms than they care about selling you something. So they take pride in fixing your car right, and that part of that is being deeply involved in the creation of the symptoms and being able to duplicate the symptoms. Once they can duplicate the symptoms, they can find the problem and fix it. That's what car repair is all about. So if you're do, no matter if your vehicle is due for service or if you want to have somebody check the uh, cold air coming out of your vents, Thompson's Auto Repair is on Main Street just east of Stapley great place to go and if you don't have a repair shop and you live anywhere close to Thompson's may I suggest you try them and I think you'll agree that they're probably one of the very best shops in all of Mesa that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street just east of Stapley when we talk about maintenance what happens a lot is is folks it, it's no secret I'm gonna tell you a secret but it's no secret in my industry that they're making cars better and the service intervals are a lot wider now, none of you ever read your owner's manual, but you'd be surprised that many of you have cars that are two or three years old that have 100,000-mile spark plugs, 100,000-mile coolant, 100,000-mile transmission service, and they don't show in the owner's manual 
that you're supposed to clean the engine or flush the engine or flush the injectors or any of the other stuff that you're being sold. So it's really important for you to identify the maintenance schedule that your owner's manual has. And if anybody tells you that we must change that because you live in Arizona, I want you to know that is a flat-out lie. That owner's manual is, work, is written for that car no matter whether it lives in Minnesota in the winter and in Arizona in the summer, whether it's a Death Valley car, whether it's a Sahara Desert car, that owner's manual is written for all climates, all temperatures. It doesn't make any difference. In my world, I continue to hear, especially older gentlemen, and I am one of those, but older gentlemen who pride themselves, I change my oil with synthetic oil every 3,000 miles. Folks, that's such a huge waste of your money, of your effort, and your time. Your car doesn't have a brain that it can think with. It's true that it can have as many as six or seven or eight computers that make your car happen, but it doesn't have a brain that's capable of love, okay? Kind of like a lot of men, <laughs> you don't have a brain that's capable of love. Your car's not going to love you because you change your oil at 1,000 miles or 2,000 or 3,000. Your car doesn't know when you change the oil. It doesn't care. It doesn't have a heart. It doesn't have a brain. So when you're, if your car, if you drive your car and you overheat it to the point where you destroy the engine, I don't care if you change the oil every 1,000 miles since brand new, that motor's still going to fail when you overheat the heck out of it. That's all there is to it. It's going to do that. Conventional oil, Mother Nature oil, the regular oil that our parents had, that's called conventional oil. It's good for three to 5,000 mile changes. Semi-synthetic. Semi-synthetic is supposed to be half and half. Half synthetic, half Mother Nature, half conventional. So the three levels of oils, just so you can get this straight, is conventional, semi-synthetic, and synthetic. Those are the three levels. They all come with different oil change intervals. Conventional, three to five thousand. Semi-synthetic, five to seven. Some some say five to eight. Then synthetic, eight to twelve. We don't have oil out there that brags about doing twenty-five thousand miles like Mobile One did in the seventies and in the eighties. We don't have those kinds of oils, and there's a lot of us that don't like that idea, and I'll tell you why. I don't know a customer I trust to shut the hood because I know that when I get gas, when I get fuel for all the cars and trucks that we own and drive, and all of our customers' cars, I don't see anybody at the self-serve gas station with their hood up checking their oil. I just never see that. I don't want my customers to go 25,000 miles thinking that that their engine's going to be fine because we're going to consume some oil. And if you have a Honda with four quarts of oil and I consume two in the first 10,000 miles, you're riding around with 50% of your oil and, and the oil has it, is supposed to lubricate your engine and help keep your engine cool. So as a result of that, with 50% less oil, your engine's going to run hotter and it's going to move you closer to the precipice where you can fall into that overheating condition. So I'm suggesting to you that if people in Ahwatukee that are in my geographical area, I have a lot of them that drive 3,000 miles a year. I bring them in for one oil change a year. That's it. I, I want to change their oil in May. Just before the summer, just before it gets really hot, I want to get it in May. Uh, maybe April. I don't care. 
So then I'm going to see you every April or May and change your oil every 3,000 miles. I got some that run eight, 9,000 miles. So if they're five to seven, five to 8,000 miles a year, I use a semi-synthetic and I bring them in once a year. And if they go further than 8,000 miles, then I'll do a synthetic. And I've got customers that do 30,000 miles a year. So I'll change their oil two or three times a year using synthetic. It's going to save them money, but it's important to understand that you can go longer with a better quality oil. But you still have to open your hood every once in a while and check your oil when you get fuel. You do not ever add oil until the, it's below the add mark. At the ad mark, it's a quart. It's a quart between the ad mark and the full mark. So I have people that the oil will get halfway between the full mark and the ad mark, and they'll add a quart. And in reality, they're overfilling the engine with a half a quart of oil. So I'm telling you, you don't add oil until the, your oil level is at or below the ad mark. Then you add oil. If it's between the ad and the full mark, don't touch it. It's okay. You're, and some cars actually will sit down there on the ad mark forever. They don't like that first quart of oil, and they'll sit on the ad mark. And we find that a lot where people continue to put oil in their car, and we talk them into just letting it stabilize at the ad mark, and let's see what happens. And lo and behold, it happens to be one of those that just likes to sit there at the ad mark. So if that's the case, leave it there. It's okay. The ad mark is fine. In addition to that, we also have folks in our auto repair industry that want to say that you, because of Arizona, you need to flush your cooling system more than at, at 100,000 miles and your transmission more than 100,000 miles and change your spark plugs before 100,000 miles. Folks, I suggest to you that that's very self-serving. That's very self-serving because with cars being made as, at the quality level they are today, it's no secret that the maintenance has dropped off a lot. So there's lots of shops that are struggling financially. There's lots of shops are starting to sell their own programs. And now we're starting to flush your injectors again. We're flushing your engine. We're flushing your air intake. We're flushing your mass airflow sensor. We're flushing the back of your intake valves. We're cleaning up your throttle blades. And all we're doing is, is creating this perception that this is stuff that you need. I suggest to you that all of that has symptoms and you need it when you have the symptoms. You don't need it before. So no one's ever broke down because their throttle blades are dirty. So we'll be back, 602-508-0960. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free, and your donation is tax-deductible. Just call 1-800-495-2035. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats, whether they run or not. Call right now and receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-495-2035. Donate your car today. That's 1-800-495-2035. What if this was the summer where you didn't have to tiptoe around your driveway, pool, deck, patio, or sidewalk because your feet are getting burned? What if you didn't have to put on shoes to walk to your car because your driveway was cool and safe for young children as well? Enviro Rubber Paving will stay cool through the hot Arizona summer. It's affordable, and there'll be no more burned feet. Call Enviro Rubber Paving at 800-919-5945. That's 800-919-5945. Or go to enviropaving.com. Franchises available in the Phoenix area. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with a bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right. Um, do do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay. Tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. (laughs) The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. If you have a car question or a car problem, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by IMM Imports. IMM Auto Service works on cars the rest of us kind of shy away from. You see, it is in your best interest sometimes to deal with somebody who's really good on your car. Now, most of us in the independent market have the top five covered. we got Chevys and Fords and Dodges and Hondas and Toyotas. But when you get down to what we call the one percenters, cars that represent less than one percent of all the cars on the road, you're talking about Saabs and sometimes Volvos, sometimes Fiats, and you're talking about cars that are really kind of difficult to learn on, and they do things quite differently. You only need to open up the hood of a Saab to recognize the motors in there backwards. 
and that you can't find the alternator <laughs> because it doesn't show. So it's an issue with just you need to have the right people. And if you own a Fiat, a Honda, uh, Alfa Romeo, a Volvo, a Saab, those are the kinds of cars that IMM Auto Service in Northeast Tempe really works on. So if you're in Mesa, Scottsdale, or Tempe, or Phoenix, and because you're a hop, skip, and a jump from on the 202, then you can get to IMM Imports. David and his crew are really good at what they do, and they're kind of a hidden gem. And I'll tell you who calls them more than anybody else about their help, and that's other repair shops that have those cars in their in their shops, but they can't fix them. So that creates a phone call to IMM. So if if you want to just go straight to the big dogs, then go to IMM Auto Service in Northeast Tempe. Mike, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Hi, Mark. I enjoy your show. Thank Recently, you. a local gas station put diesel in their unleaded fuel tanks. I'd yeah. like to know what the symptoms are in, my, in a car that puts diesel into an unleaded engine, and then what is the repair? You know, you bring up a really good point because my underwear was, was tied in a knot, as I as I saw those things on television where people were saying that their engines were wrecked and all this other kind of stuff. And, and the issue is this. It depends on the volume of diesel. So if your car is sitting there on fumes and you filled it up with diesel, then in your gasoline automobile, we're going to pump all that trash out of your tank. We're going to replace your fuel filter. We're going to push gasoline forward. We're going to get your engine running, and we're going to send you out the door. The biggest expense of that operation is what the heck are we going to do with that gas-diesel mix? That's a hazardous waste, and it's not like you can just dump it on the ground. It's not like you've got a place to take it. What has to happen is that has to be put in a 55-gallon drum, and then we pay thousands of dollars to have that drum picked up and taken away and then dealt with environmentally correct. So the biggest cost is just getting rid of that junk. Every day of my life, we deal with someone who puts gas in a diesel. We know that repair is 800 to $1,000, and it's not really a repair. It's getting all the old gasoline and diesel fuel out of the tank. We're, then we have to fill it up with clean diesel. Then we have to change the filter. And a fuel filter on a diesel truck is about five to ten times more money than a gasoline motor. So if it's a $5, $8, $10 filter for gas, it's going to be a $50, $60, $70, $80, $90 dollar filter for diesel. So once we get fuel forward, then we might have to bleed some of that gasoline mix out of there. But we're going to get the car running. And when we get the car running, we're done. Not too long ago, I had a shop bid $18,000 to fix a diesel truck that had uh, that they claim had, had been contaminated with something very corrosive. Through a variety of laboratory analysis, we determined that there was nothing in the tank that was corrosive. There was no diesel exhaust fluid. There was no swimming pool acid. There was no gasoline. There was no water. There was nothing there was there was the amount of water that was in there was 40 parts per million and you're allowed 500 parts per million on virgin gasoline so i was really disturbed because a couple of the news stations created this perception that you're going to get a new engine because quick trip inadvertently dumped diesel into the gasoline tank 
and nothing is further from the truth. Again, all you need to do is get that contaminated fuel out of the tank, push clean gas forward, open up one of the pressure lines underneath the hood, run it until the gasoline runs clear, replug the line in, start the car up, go drive the car, and maybe after the first tank you bring it back and we change the fuel filter again, and then you're done. This isn't something where Quick Trip's going to have to buy everybody a new transmission and a new engine, and you better have a receipt that you were there, and you better appear on their on their security cameras, because if you get into a situation where you try to commit fraud and say that your car was damaged by that situation, you better be prepared to show that you were there. And Quick Trip's not stupid. They've got cameras, and they've got your you know your payments, and they've got when you walk in and when you walk out. So. So um, this kind of thing happens, unfortunately, but the, the perception of the media on what's going to happen after this happens to your car was completely wrong. It's completely wrong. It's not going to cost you an engine. I imagine one out of a thousand vehicles that experiences diesel fuel in a gasoline motor might have some engine damage, but even that's not going to necessitate a complete engine. So that's my thoughts on it. And if you have any other questions, 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. The 960 The Patriot Career Fair is open to the public. Thursday, May 12th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., located at EVIT, the East Valley Institute of Technology main campus in Building 2, the Culinary Arts Center, 1601 West Main Street, Mesa, 85201. Information will be provided to those interested in learning about careers and job openings in radio and television. There will be opportunities for on-the-spot interviews, so make sure you bring your resume. 
You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. We were talking about a few minutes ago about uh, what's going to happen to all those cars that accidentally uh, got some diesel in their gasoline and stuff like that. If you have any questions about that, you're more than welcome to call us at 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we can answer those questions. But I, I, I was able to catch at least two and maybe three different television stations report that and I and I was disturbed with all three of them because the information that they gave people um, wasn't true. It just flat isn't true. The difference between gasoline and diesel is how we ignite it. Gasoline is ignited with a spark plug, and the spark plug causes an explosion that gives you the power to move your car down the road. Diesel fuel, there's no spark plug in a diesel. What we do is we compress, so we take... 20 gallons of air and diesel fuel and we compress it to one gallon of diesel fuel and air and we cause an explosion during that compression process. So they, these gas and diesel are two different animals. But when you put diesel in your car, here's the worst case scenario. Let's say you're on fumes and you take on a load of 35 gallons of diesel fuel. I promise you that you're not going to get more than a mile away before the car dies and it's not going to start. The problem is, is that there's no harm here. All we got to do is get the diesel out and get gasoline in. And we're all skilled in that kind of stuff. So you pump the, pump the gas or pump the fuel, the contaminated fuel, out of the tank. You put in five gallons of fresh gasoline. You shove that forward with the fuel pump. You open up the line up front. You flush that system out really good. Then suck that five gallons of gas back out. Shake the car a little bit. Take it over. Fill it up with fuel. Go drive it. If you can make it five miles and the car idles good, you're home free, which was going to happen. And then you go on from there. So this is going to create a whole lot of problems because there's going to be people that try to take advantage of this. And, And this is where guys like me come in. It's not uncommon that we are hired by insurance companies, law enforcement, and and lawyers to answer questions like, did this happen because of this? Now, we, we had this lady um, who had a car, and uh, she said that she she hit a curb, which caused her transmission to fail. So because she hit a curb, that would be, her car insurance would be, her car would be damaged as a result of her hitting the curb. But hitting the curb was something that was unsubstantiable. We couldn't, that's not the right word, but we couldn't support she hit the curb. 
there wasn't any damage to the car that you hit the curb. There's no question the transmission was bad. The question really was is, why is the transmission bad? <laughs> and the, and the, that was the real, that's the question. So we get into the transmission and we find out that the drive shell is stripped. Then you look at this particular General Motors transmission and you find out that 9 out of 10 transmissions that go down is because the drive shell, shell is stripped and that they have a redesigned drive shell. And this redesigned has a much stronger set of splines, which keeps this thing working well. You also find out that the transmission in this car, and the whole car has 150,000 miles on it, which means it's been around the world six times. And that's long past the expected life of most automatic transmissions. The automatics usually last about 100, 125,000 miles. So at the end of the day, the report said that what's wrong with this transmission is the drive shell. It has nothing to do with hitting a curb. And if you would have hit a curb hard enough to hurt the drive shell, you would have knocked the tire clean off the car that caused the drive shell to, to go bad. And everything between, everything mechanically, everything from metal, from the wheel that hit the curb, all the way through the suspension, all the way through the frame, all the way through the transmission, and it has to go deep within the transmission to cause this drive shell to strip. And, and, and between point A, the tire that hit the curb, and B, the drive shell, nothing else is broken. <laughs> and so how does that happen? How can we have this domino effect from A to B and no damage in the middle? So the report was very blunt. It just said this transmission it died of old age. It has nothing to do with hitting a curb. And the expert actually wrote in the report. He said, if you paid me a million dollars, I could not hit curbs long enough or far enough. I would be dead long before I was able to just destroy the drive shell deep within the transmission. And that's the real issue. It's just deep within the transmission. Those are the issues. So we need to be careful. When you're in, 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 in car repair lingo, I want you to, to think about this. Every time you take a car in, every time you take a car in, you can sit over here too if you want. Okay. Every time you take a car in and they want to sell you something, it's okay for you to remember this question. What symptoms do I presently have now that you're going to fix? What symptoms do I presently have now that you're going to fix? You see, if, the, if you have lower control arm bushings that are bad, the answer, I'm not going to give you the answer, but I'm going to tell you that if I gave you the answer, you would say, yes, I have that. Okay, good. If you have it, then that I'm going to fix that. And in this case, it's a clunk. You have a clunk when you take off, and you have a clunk when you stop. That's what lower control arm bushings cost. That's what the symptoms are. So if you don't have a clunk when you take off, and if you don't have a clunk when you stop, then you don't need lower control arm bushings. That's all there is to it. They can look at them and say, oh, yeah, these are bad. But in reality, they don't have a clue as to whether you have any symptoms. And in reality, from the time they look bad or someone thinks they're bad, all the way up to the time where they start making noise can be 50,000 miles. So it's not something that you have to do right now, right then. And then you also, it's a good idea to say to the shop, you know, you bring it in and you say intermittently that it doesn't shift into fourth gear. And he says, well, this is going to fix it. And you say, is this a fix or a guess? That's a good question to ask. You can ask any shop you want, is this a fix or a guess? Because if we're guessing, I want to know whose money we're guessing with. 
is this $1,200 bid to repair my transmission, is that a fix or a guess? Because if it's a guess, then are you paying the 12 if that doesn't fix my transmission, or am I paying for your guess? That's okay to ask. And then you always want to know about the final cost. Because what we're seeing right now is is we're seeing shops that are bid, bidding timing belts on Hondas for three ninety five, three ninety five. That's about one third to one fourth the actual cost. So they get you in on the three ninety five, which actually is the belt and 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 the labor, but then all the other stuff that goes along with that, the coolant, the oil change, the sales tax, the shop supplies, the environmental charges, the uh, idler pulley, the tensioner the rails, um, the cam seals, the crank seals, all the rest of the job that the rest of us tell you that's going to cost between $850 and, and $1,100, depending on what it's going to be when we get in there, they don't tell you that. But once they get your car apart, then they give you the $1,100 estimate. So you went in for $395, but you just say to them, I want to write my check before I come in, and I want it to cover everything. So... And if they say we don't know, then they're not very skilled because most of us know what the top end of, of every repair is. And it's something that sounds like this. I want you to write your check for $900 unless the cam and crank seals are wet. And I'll take a picture and I'll send it to you if you'll give me your cell phone number. So if they're wet, then that's going to add another $200 to it. So other than that, I'm happy with the 900 bucks. So I can get everything done. I just don't know about the cam and crank. Now, if you want the water pump done, then I want to add another $100 for the water pump. The water pump's right there. It's real easy to take it off. We're 80% we're of the way to the water pump. So if you want to do the water pump, we'll do it then. That's the kind of conversation that we have. That's the kind of what we want to have. So then last but not least, you ask for your final your, your old parts back. Some of them they can't give you because they're core parts. Otherwise, we have to return them so they can be rebuilt or reconditioned or whatever. And that's not uncommon. And then last but not least, pay with a credit card. And the reason you pay with a credit card is, is because if there's a dispute, and the dispute 99 times out of 100 is, is that I paid you to fix a problem that you did not fix. So I still have the problem. But I also have a big debit in my checkbook or I have a big debit on my credit card for six, seven, eight hundred dollars that clearly was a guess because you did not fix the vibration, you did not fix the hesitation, you did not fix the clunky noise, you did not fix whatever the leak, you did not fix my air conditioning, you didn't do any of that. All righty, Bob, good morning to you. How can I help you today? Hi, Mark. I've got an O2 Chevy Blazer with almost 189,000 miles. And I'm starting to get a pretty good wobble. Like if I'm on the freeway and I put my brakes on, you know, like from 65, and I'm getting a pretty good wobble. Now, the last time this truck was in the shop was in December of 14, and it had 175,000. And they said the upper control arms and steering linkages were loose. Okay. But... Let me ask you a question. When you're driving down the road and the steering and you've got this wobble, the steering wheel is moving left and right. Yes. It does the wobble when I put the brakes on. It steers fine when I go down. You know, the steering under power. Okay. All right. Well, the, the, you've just made my life a lot easier. What you're going to do is get somebody to help you, and you're going to you're going to go in front of the car. You're going to set the parking brake. You're going to start the car up. And if your wife loves you and she doesn't want to run over you. Then you put her behind the wheel, and she puts her hand at 12 o'clock on the steering wheel, 
and she shakes it to the left, the, the width of her fist, and then she goes back to the center, then she goes to the right. So she's taking the steering wheel, and she's just moving it slightly left and slightly right, okay? Yeah. You're going to lay down in front of the truck, and you're going to put your hands on both front tires. I need those tires to move in complete synchronization. I don't want any delay, so I don't want the left one to move and then the right one to move, or vice versa. I want them to move in complete synchronization, left and right. If they don't move in complete synchronization, then something in the steering linkage, like the uh, the uh, center link, a tie rod in, an idler pulley, or the pitman arm, those are the four names of the steering linkage, one of them is bad. Now, then I'm going to have you get up and put your left hand on the driver's side tire, and I want you to watch the steering wheel move. And I want to make sure the steering wheel is in complete synchronization with your hand movement on the tire. And if that's the case and it's not, then you have to go back in and find this, the play. If all you've got is is the a front end shake when you brake, that doesn't have anything to do with the steering or the upper control arms. It has to do with warped rotors. And it's probably because the rear brakes aren't working. That overloads the front brakes, we overheat the rotors, we warp the rotors, and now we have a brake pulsation that's really bad when you're getting off the freeway and you're on the exit ramp. Okay. How'd I do? Yeah, it sounds good. Okay. So, all right. What part of town do you live in? Uh, North Scottsdale. Okay. Most of us will look at the front end and walk out and talk to you and, and shake the front end down for you in the parking lot. So if you went over to Air Park Auto there on Hayden Road and Rain Tree, more than likely they'd just have somebody walk outside and shake the steering wheel and look at it for you. So if yeah. you wanted somebody to do that, but if if you have a brake pulsation that causes the steering wheel shake, and it only happens on high speeds when you're getting off the freeway, that has nothing to do with the steering linkage or the upper control arm bushings. And in reality, if you had upper control arm bushings, you'd have a knock when you stopped and a knock when you took off as those as those arms went forward when you take off or when you stop and when they go move backwards when you take off. So um, uh, I I would think that you'd want a second opinion. That's what I would think. Okay. Thanks, Mark. All right. Thank you, Bob. You. All righty. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to take your call if you'd like to join us. The lines are wide open. There's five of them. Gil is sleeping. I can hear him snoring. But he'll wake up if you call. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Action Auto Repair. I'm going to tell you about Action Auto. He's up at Deer Valley in the I-17. So I'll tell you about him on the other side of the break, but I'll tell you why it's important to know that he's a good shop. He serves the North Phoenix area. I also want to tell you, and I can tell you now because I'm a second or I'm a minute off in my calculations here, but Action Auto has been around since 1983, and Tom, the owner, has been a friend of mine since 1979 through 1981, and that's when I first met him. And at the very beginning of the time that I met Tom, I wanted to hire him. I wanted to hire him as a service manager or a shop foreman or as a technician because he was that good. At the time he was working for an engine analyzer company and he ultimately ended up with his own shop. I, I'm as proud of him as I could be as if he was my brother because Tom is a good guy. So if you live anywhere near Deer Valley, Deer Valley and the I-17, He's on the northwest corner of I-17 in Deer Valley. And if you don't have a shop and you live in that area, may I suggest that you have him do an oil change and get to know him. I'm pretty sure you'll like him. That's Action Auto, I-17 in Deer Valley, the northwest corner. We'll be right back. <laughs> 